Hey there, this podcast is titled Stop Aging Now. It's for entrepreneurs. It's for those of you who want to get to the next level. We're going to be teaching you about the seven secrets of health. This is an incredible podcast that can transform your life, your relationships, your energy, that you can invest in your career to take your opportunities to the highest level possible. Stay tuned to the very end, an amazing offer by visiting stopagingnow.7pillarscoaching.com. Stay tuned. You're going to hear amazing guests and yours truly, Dr. Nick Delgado, take you to the very next level. Your mindset, your sleep, your ability to improve your diet, your exercise, what hormones, how to balance them, all of this and more. Let's listen in. Dr. Nick Delgado here with Forbes Riley and Joshua Self. Joshua, it's a pleasure to have you join us in studio. We just had an incredible segment with Forbes. And when did you come on the scene? When did you first meet Forbes? Yeah, yeah. when did you meet Forbes? Around when I met you the second time. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, we had dinner in Vegas that one time. And I remembered you. And I'm like, I, I know that guy. And after I quit Chippendales, I started running camera. And, and your company hired, um, hired me as a camera operator. Oh, wow. Yeah, what a yeah. small Don't you girl. love that little thing he throws in when I quit Chippendales? <laughs> okay, not, not everybody's at Chippendale. I'm going to tell a story. We met in a hotel room, though. Okay. I was doing, I have a fitness product that many of you know called a spin gym. And it's not designed for bodybuilders. It's designed for average people. And I was shooting a video in my hotel room. And my videographer said, hey, do you want to meet a two-time Mr. Arnold champion? And I said, no. No. What is, no. And he came over. <laughs> Um, and he was beautiful, and you spin Jim, do this for me for a second. Oh. Well, because when you first saw well, that... When I knocked on the door, I met the other fitness model, a little, little, little girl, little girl. fitness girl, and so she thought we were in cahoots, but we weren't. Oh, oh, oh. So the, gotcha. the beauty thing about this thing is, is you know, I'm a bodybuilder. I lift weights. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what do you do to warm up? What would I do to warm up? What do people... They, they do a little stretch... Well, this thing, you can just you know what? I'm gonna, get your blood going. Can I do a small fitting? Do me a favor. It's very warm in here. Would you take your jacket off for a second? Because you're saying bodybuilder, but you don't look like a bodybuilder. Take the jacket off and wait. Just unzip it. I'll take it off right now. Because you guys know you need to see what's going on under here. You would never know that this is under here. Can I have the arm? Thank you. You wouldn't? No. Cover up your head. <laughs> Right, so that's a bodybuilder body. Oh yeah, that's very. And so impressive. now, would you spin? Yeah, all right. So now, spin gym a little bit, so everybody home can see how this thing all right, works. So I can I can go from working the bicep to the tricep to the rear delt to the side delt to the lat in just in just a stroke. I can change it how up. How would I so not fall in love with him? Like so seriously, going on. I do this for about a minute, and then after that, I'm ready to to um, get my workout in. Six years ago this week. It's been six years, and I love you more every day. And we're off to Hawaii. We are. <laughs> Amazing. So, what would you? Wait now! Wait, wait, wait! And now we're on this beautiful. Co Thank you so much for. Let's get real. Why we're here? Sure. You wrote a book called "Stop Aging Now," your fifteenth book. Yes. And you called us and said, "Do you have a picture of you guys for the cover?" I'm sorry. What inspired that? Quite honestly, we had rejected several other pictures that we had tried, and I just my mind one night in the middle of the night, I kind of woke up, kind of in that state of you know awareness and i said who could i put on the cover of the book and then it just came to me it was like oh forbes and joshua and so i put the call out and it happened very quickly at that point and then when i showed my team they go 
Oh my God. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. We went through a few different pictures, you know, and we wanted to make sure we had the right one for the book. And we then did a, a, a polling amongst my audience. And I said, you know, to cry. A through B, C, D, E. And this, this was the particular cover uh, that uh, Lamar ended up putting together. Uh, we had a, another team that specifically makes covers for companies. Right. And my guy Lamar came up with this and then everyone voted for it and everyone okay. loved the picture. You guys don't know, but I grew up and I talk about this in my speech. I grew up as an ugly little girl. I had a broken nose for years. I had buck teeth. I had braces for eight years. For two years, I talked with a tongue crusher. And I was anything but pretty. And then my dad got hurt. And um, we were in the hospital. He spent three years in the hospital. He had to rebuild his hand. He slipped as a mechanic. And one day, my mom said, we have no money for college. And she said, but there's this beauty pageant coming to town, the Miss Teenage America pageant. And we both looked at my little face and thought, yeah, that's not going to happen. I was really a little awkward looking. And my dad's doctor overheard this conversation. He turned to my mom, I was 15, and he said, I want to fix your daughter's nose. Now, you would not think that's a big deal, mm -hmm. except that I woke up a couple of days later and I should really send you these two photos, and I look completely different. Mm -hmm. And just looking in the mirror, I could see my eyes, I could see my, everything looked different. I said, I'm going to enter this pageant because I'm getting a scholarship. I'm going to college. Not that I think I'm pretty and all that. I just think I could win this. And I did. And the rest has been a very long, I was 16 years old. But I've also been made fun of for my looks. I was overweight. I had chunky thighs. I've been on every diet. I just have been through the ringer and people always judge me. And now as I'm looking at the fact that I'm on a cover with a man that I love more than anything, I have to tell you, there's a full circleness to this that I think is like so precious. Well, you're not the only one who got made fun of. I got made fun of growing up as a kid. I used to have big ears. So after my fresh or after eighth grade, I had my ears pinned back that my, my confidence went up. Um, I couldn't speak when I, I couldn't um, say my R's when I was a kid. So I got me fun of my, of my voice. So I had trouble with yellow, yo, yellow. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't say yellow. yellow. I couldn't say, I would say Wula instead of ruler. My best friend was name is Mark. I couldn't say Mark because I couldn't say the R. Right. And so I guess this is an interesting life lesson that number one, if you peaked in high school, you peaked too soon. But more importantly, that if you, there's a beautiful full circle. If you, you when we he met me, he said something I thought was really profound. He said, "I'm going to make you look better, <laughs> like in public." Mm -hmm. And then to see this come to fruition six years later as part of our life together, I think it serves not to impress people, but to impress upon people that one love is pretty spectacular, and that you can uplift each other. Thank you. We were our team was saying, "Well, how do we show people are going to think?" You both look like you're in your, you know, 30s or something. And and yet, I mean, full disclosure, we said, well, can we mention your age inside the book? And you said, yeah, no problem. And Joshua, you're, I, to, to my understanding, 45? 46. 46. You just heard getting old. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, oh, God. And I, no, and you can be very, okay, here's so how we say it. He was born the day I graduated high school. Okay. I'm, I'm 63, I'm 17 years older than he is. Yeah. And I will tell you, I don't. There's days that I do feel it. There's days that it's, by the way, this is an interesting phenomenon. Sure. I don't want to hear that, you know, he could be my son. That's kind of a weird thing. I guess he could in a different life. He's not. Mm -hmm. um, and there is a difference. Um, how, I mean, just how do you view the age difference? Or do you think about it? Well, I know you, how you are, and you're only like, you know, 20 years old. I'm like a little girl. <laughs> well, it's true. And he does... She has two sides. She has her business side. She she can turn into Forbes Riley, and then she comes home back to me, and she's a little girl. So, mm -hmm. 
And my other book that you know we were excited about because it took me years to to put this book together. Not that, in fact, I wrote the manuscript thirty six years ago, but I didn't release it. Mm. It was pre kind of where publicly they were talking about ED and Viagra years later. And so I was going to come out with the book with a pseudonym. I really somehow was concerned about it being identified, oh. you know, the subject material of love and intimacy, let alone the word, even in social media, I sometimes refrain from using the word SEX, right? I just do because- well, I'm sorry, what word? Uh, oh, sex. sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drew you in on that one. Okay, I have, let me share something with you. I have two 20 year olds. I, this this new generation, my daughters can, well, you know, you don't know anything. And I'm like, really? Okay, you're right. Okay, so teach me. Well, and, and really, I think the quality of a person's life and health, oftentimes we reflect, how do we function with that significant other? Where are we at? And when, when I wrote the book, I decided, listen, I want everyone to know what I struggled with. I struggled with ED in my earlier years, and I didn't know why, because I had a TIA, a stroke, when I was only 21, which was a forerunner, because when you have plaques in your arteries, it really doesn't start in the heart or the brain, although it did manifest. I was having trouble with erectile function fairly early on, and I didn't know the relationship to the things I was doing in my life. Mm -hmm. So as I progressed, I also discovered certain herbs and supplements. I searched every imaginable system to help men to feel like men and perform well in the bedroom, which then I realized that translated into the athletic field, performing in the boardroom and from a business perspective. So confidence is everything, isn't it, Forbes? It, it definitely is, and I'll tell you, it's one reason that I choose to look the way that I do, eat the way I do, exercise the way I do, because I don't want to ever look like his mother. And that's a possibility. As you get older, I'm noticing, I look at my mom at my age, I look half her age. And so what is age and what is this level of confidence? And do you want to take all your clothes off and run around naked? And I'm going to tell you, if you, if you start feeling overweight, I've been, I've been, I gave birth to two seven pound babies. I was 212 pounds. I remember what it was like to carry weight. And I'm like, not fun, not, you don't feel sexy that way. And so for me, staying active and staying healthy. Um, and then also there's a thing when a partner looks at you and you see the way he looks at you that makes you feel sexy. I think, by the way, I define the words, I redefine a lot of words. Sexy is seeing excellence in yourself, S-E-X-Y. Don't wow. be sexy for him. Be sexy for you. Look in the mirror. And I have my clients do this. Take your clothes off, look at your body and go, I love you. I love all of you. That little wiggle, I love the wiggly jiggly parts. I love that. And don't say that. Don't label them. But as soon as you say, I hate my thighs or I hate, guess what? God's happy to take it away from you. I see people in wheelchairs who go, I'd be happy to have cottage cheesy thighs if my thighs worked. So, you know, and then you have a spectacular body. Why do you work so hard? Yeah. And on that note, I know you made comments inside the book that we put, who we were so proud of what you had to say, stop aging now, really the seven secrets to look and feel great forever. So how does this relate to your regime and how you view life? How important is health and nutrition and well-being to you? Well, it wasn't till you, when I got with her, people she hung out with, which you were involved, you really made me aware of what we consume, what we eat, mm -hmm. and raising, being raised in Ohio, a small little town, mm -hmm. you know, that's that wasn't a subject. It wasn't a subject in school or my parents or my anybody my peers so you really gave that awareness 
And one thing I've learned from my trainer was to question everything. So if you don't question things, then you just become a sheep and you think that, you know, milk is good for you. Um, So, you know, you um, just got to really don't be afraid to, to have questions and go look for those answers to those questions and get and you'll probably find different um, answers from whole whole gobs of different people and you have to choose on which one who you believe and who you don't i know i was concerned when i was initially challenged with cardiovascular disease and ed and and a stroke when i was only 21 high blood pressure throughout high school and then i got to the cause and the origin because i found a mentor who taught me what i needed to know and everyone else was saying something different and he was completely clear about what it was and and when i applied his principles uh nathan pritikin in his book live longer now and then i met him in person and then he invited me to come work with him at the pritikin longevity center which was a chance of a lifetime so it really came back full circle to start helping other people once I learned. But you know, my biggest fear was I was going to go to this kind of whole plant-based diet and things, and I was going to lose my muscle density. And I was like scared because, you know, I, I worked out pretty hard. I'm not a big guy genetically like you. You're fabulous, perfect. And me, I, I had to work to get to even add a little muscle, right? And so what delighted me was when I applied the principles, not only did I not lose muscle density, but I could train harder, and recover faster and train again. So for me, when I interviewed um, uh, Billy, uh, Mr. Universe out of Australia, he said the same thing. He said he was concerned, but when he transitioned over, he was worried, am I going to get enough protein? How am right. I going to do this? But see, there's more to it, isn't there? There's oh, yeah. genetics, I mean, there's the workout, there's the intensity, the, the supplements, the whole program of Seven Secrets, right? The, the, the supplement company who just goes after bodybuilders and they just want to promote protein, protein, protein. I won two world championships and on a vegetarian diet. Now, I'm not saying that you have to do that, mm-hmm. but you should be open to it. You know, you should keep your mind open to um, all kinds of different better diets but you should really be aware what foods do to you to you and what your goals are i think it was fascinating remember telling people that you were a plant-based diet and you won these championships people would just look at you going Mm -hmm. how do you get enough protein what did you tell them well i I said protein's overrated um i remember what you always said how your body recycles the protein in your um small intestines and your enzymes and and because of that you'll never be uh, deficient of protein um, and then throughout my research I always try to research as much as I can and there's really not one answer that says you need to take this certain amount of protein no, nothing so scientific that you know everybody's a little different um, in my physical training I always say that we all have the same um, skeletons that we all have the bones that with the same muscles that move the bones but we're all different inside so we all consume or absorb certain nutrients more better than others and so well um, I'm also there's gonna, nothing perfect i'm also going to share a picture with you and hopefully you'll share this but when you look at joshua you're like oh, okay genetically perfect he has it easy first of all watch how he goes to the gym eats and thinks but what happened to you january 2nd 2020 um well, I, I got a motorcycle accident um shattered for ribs and shattered my talus bone which is my ankle bone so um sat on a wheelchair for for five, six months um the fifth month 
Uh, this was during COVID, so all the gyms were closed anyways, but I sat there. I just got done getting second in the world, in, a, in the world championships, and I was top peak. That was the best I ever looked on a vegetarian diet. Mm -hmm. And um, I shrunk down to, you know, lost like almost 15 pounds of muscle. You really want to see there. this photo. He had me take a, he walked into my office, he take a picture, and I'm like, he walked in with a crutch, not looking very good. He shaved all his hair off. He was really skinny. And he's like, take a picture of me. And I'm like, really? Yeah, he's but the first day the gym opened up. And, and I'm like, I'm going to go back there because I know I could train my body just either sitting down or laying on my back. I can I, hit almost every muscle group. So I'm like, a take year, a picture of me before I go. Within a year, he built the size back. He won the championship to get him to the Olympia. And then here's the thing, too, because we all think it's easy. You got to the Olympia and you didn't win. And you know why? Because he limped on stage. At least that's what we think. <laughs> he looked beautiful. He looked like he did it, but it, he was hurt. And it's fascinating when he lost. It's heartbreaking. I was sitting there reading Heartbroken. And he's like, I retired. We call this a Tom Brady moment. Because the next day he's like, yeah, I'm not retiring. I didn't win. I'm like, I'm going back. And you did. And then what happened? Well, one, then I went back to Mr. Olympia. And, um, you know, I, I, I placed fourth and fifth. Which two, was two happy to me. I mean, I've been through, you know, I won some and you lose some. Can't win them all. And I know the feeling, how it feels like walking off that stage, not winning. You go through all this training and diet and preparing, prep and all that stuff. And, and you didn't even get a, a medal. I mean, I've, I've been on national stages and, and I didn't even get a medal. And the guys are like, you didn't get a medal? <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> hey, but you just got to keep going on because that's what you do. No matter what happens in life, you just got to keep moving. The bottom line for me, though, I'm just going to tell you, Nick, I've been in your home. I've watched how you live your life. Being his woman, waking up next to him when he doesn't feel like training, when he limps and he hurt, he walks every day with a little bit of a limp. It hurts. Mm -hmm. He goes to the gym anyway. He eats right anyway. He set a goal. And I will tell you one of the greatest joys of my life in the last six years is to wake up next to a champion who has a champion mentality. Because I ask him why he does it. And what do you say? I love what I do. And I'm very good at it. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm doing. And and um, let's, it's kind of like you. you. Your goal is to see how long you can live, right? You'll be the longest living man ever. Well, the way I work out, I believe in so heartily that I can, can I can continue training for my entire life and won't get so I won't get injured. And the great thing is, you know, I've seen your workouts and your techniques and you learn from a mentor who taught you. Uh, the structure and the function and the correct way to work out. And I, I think people just, they take it for granted that oh, all you have to do is just lift weights and get big and strong, but they don't realize the degree and risk of injury that you go through from poor body mechanics and, and poor positioning and the way you, you utilize cables and how you, you train and you understand the physiology because my undergraduate degree and my postgraduate degree was in physical therapy. So we would dissect muscles, look at the ways the muscles would move into the connections and the inserts where, you know, at the various areas of the body and everything I saw that you did in your courses and you have an online course that I totally endorse, uh, I totally believe is correct. And so many people, they think they understand training and they really don't. No, they don't, which is 
unfortunate because I, I, you know, I go to the gym every day. I, I see these trainers and they're training people. They're doing dips, which is the worst exercise you can possibly do. I mean, there's so many different exercises that we've been taught to do that are just, they may build the muscle, but at a risk of injury, but they still do it. Mm-hmm. And it all comes down to being educated. Education's everything. And, and on that note, uh, Forbes, you're doing incredible things. You have some talk shows coming up, some infomercials and the history of infomercials. I, you know, I, I think that, you know, as we develop, I, I remember meeting my mentor, Nathan Pritikin, and, you know, he was in his 60s. And I thought, it's, I thought that was really old at that time. I have to, <laughs> it was back then. Right. And I thought, gosh, and he's doing some of his best work. Right. And and I look at Ray Wilson in his 90s. He started up uh, Ray Wilson's family fitness in Mexico. I mean, he he just couldn't bear retiring. It was like, didn't make sense to him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so, and he would have all his executives take my supplements. And he said, you got to see Dr. Nick and everything. And, you know, and some of his main guys would come to see me. And, and so... You know, for me, I like to be the guy behind the guy. I want you guys out there succeeding and on stage and doing incredible work. Uh, I'm fortunate I coach and mentor medical doctors who have Olympians out on the stage and, you know, they're winning medals and things. So I have that chance in hindsight of looking back 46 years and going, gosh, if I would if I had not done what I'm doing now, you know, where would I be? And, and so, you know, longevity is not just about living longer. It's really being in a place of connection, contribution, and love, and knowing that you can really pass that on to your children, that it's not all about how much money you make. And although it's, you know, a measure of success, but it's not true success, is it? Well, it all depends on what you want in life, I suppose. You know, my biggest thing is, is I wanted somebody who was my best friend and who loves me and respects me and feels exactly the way, you know, I feel back to her. And so, and I have it. And that's what really keeps me going is is making her feel feel special. You guys are the perfect team too. <laughs> I, I really enjoy it. every time we get together. I like, gosh, you know. So you know, I think you know we're on to that place where when people take your trainings and take your online courses and learn about kind of mastery of health and well being, you know, that's that's well. So thing. here's what here's what's great about us. It's, it's not about us impressing you. It's about us impressing upon you that, number one, stop listening to the bullshit. I was just thinking about the word aging. And I ask a woman how old she is. I go, oh, I can't. I, screw it. There, that number is an accomplishment. Yeah. You got to that number. The number is going to get bigger and bigger or you're not going to be here. And so when I started to own the number, it's still interesting to watch people's reaction because they're like, oh, it's my grandmother. I'm like, do I look like your grandmother? Does he look like your grandfather? And I will tell you what that... The way the attitude of how we communicate to ourselves, the way we've chosen to communicate to each other, uh, and little things. You know, I was talking to Josh the other day. When we first got together, they were using that, you know that moment when you first meet somebody and it's explosive and funny, you're on that honeymoon and it wears off. I've been in enough relationships to go, it wears off. He looked at me and he said, why does the honeymoon have to stop? And I thought, well, it doesn't. What if you wake up every day and recommit to how much you love each other? We must say I love you hundreds of times a day. And I'll ask him and he'll tell me because it's an active part of our life. Because I've been accused of not being intimate enough or not being this or not or for a preacher. I said, all those things that didn't work in the past, I'm going to do them all differently here. I'm going to keep this fresh. That's not it. You just met the right guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did. Damn it. That's all it is. I met the right guy. 
If you were to ask me though, because I have a lot of friends who are single, seven years ago before I met him, I had no idea. All I did was to change. Well, that's not true. I changed something. Mm. I changed what I was looking for. And I'm going to ask you if you did this. I know what you did, but I, we were all told I was looking for the perfect man or looking for some white knight to save me, or you had this list. I want him to be tall, dark, and funny. I said, you know what? I don't want that. What I wanted seven years ago was I said, I want a power couple. And I looked at power couples, and I believe in this word manifestation so seriously. I looked at Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, look them up, because you'll see them on the red carpet. You'll see them together. They look adorable together. Laird Hamilton and, and Gabriella Reese. She's a big volleyball player. He's a big surfer. A beautiful together. And then I looked at Giselle Bunchen and Tom Brady. And I looked at these three power couples and thought, that's what I want. My ex had never walked a red carpet with me. I'm out there all the time. And when I met Joshua, he said something. He said, I'm going to make you look better. And I thought, wow, Nick, when you look at some of the early pictures of us on a red carpet, we look just like what I put on my vision board of this power couple. And now I'm looking at us on the cover of a book. <laughs> that's like, that's, that's like a dream beyond a dream that somebody else would look at the two of us and use that as an example. Sure, it's not a, well, it is kind of a romance novel. Oh, well, because, all right, so, well, no, 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 here's the thing. So I said, on the list of things that I wanted, I wanted this, blah, blah, blah. then I said, I wanted someone, I imagine you're 56 years old saying this out loud. I said, I wanted someone who looks like he belongs in the cover of a romance novel. Nick, seven years later, I'm looking at him on the cover of what looks like a romance novel. So... How did, what did you want? What were you looking for? I just said, I want a best friend. I want somebody smart. Um, somebody loved me and I love back. Nick, what are you looking for? I think you're right. You look at couples who have succeeded. And I noticed that there's a statistic. And that is that a couple who works together, often people say, oh, how could you work with the person you're with? I mean, the truth is those relationships last longer. The people who really lean into the things that they're passionate about and if they're attracted to each other. So in my world, you have to hold fairly high standards and you can't just kind of settle because people do settle and life is too short for that, right? So when you consider that, you know, my oldest son is 44, which is, you know, two years apart here from Joshua and, uh, I see it as an opportunity and people don't usually that I date view me as quote the age that I am. If the very first thing I say out my mouth, oh, I'm turning right. 69 is like, what? Mm. It's no, they, they get that I'm energetic, that I'm full of life, that I have a lot of thought and energy. And so that means when you're in the personal development arena, it is ageless to an extent, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm looking for that person. Um, I, I have a couple that I like, uh, Layla and Alex Hermosi, uh, yes. Joshua and uh, Forbes. You know, you, you guys remind me of that couple because there's a time to step up and there's a time to be submissive. And so couples understand that and they can communicate at such a high level that they're okay with other people saying, oh, that can't work. That's not, that's not right. And oh, people can't make money together and be wealthy and rich. And it's interesting though, that, you know, they have no interest in, in having children at this stage and who knows if that will change. I had no interest. And in my relationships, I didn't expect certain things to happen that did. 
in the passing of you know individuals in my life or illnesses and sicknesses that occur. But in respect, I look back and I go, if each one of them that I was with before had walked the talk and did what I did right. and continued with it, they might still be here. They would probably still be here with us. So yeah. that's what I'm putting out in the world that you know would be someone that you know really um, is into the idea of optimum happiness and wellness and you know making a difference in the world. Well, I do think you need to put this vibration out because I don't know where I. The fact that I found that he came to me in a hotel room through a mutual friend of ours is kind of a testament to just this vibration of go what I needed to move forward because it's so magnificent. The crazy thing about our relationship is that when he walked in, he's a bodybuilder. And I said to my daughter, I don't like bodybuilders. They're interested in food, working out themselves. And then where is, but he's not typical. If bodybuilding is, is his life. But he has another skill that was crazy. He wa I own a television studio. Mm. He walked in and he said, oh, I could manage this for you. I'm like, you could what? What did you do before? Well, we complimented each other very well. I mean, she likes to speak. I'm the quiet guy, you know? Yeah. She's in front of the camera. I'm behind the camera. And he's a videographer. He's so, a filmmaker. He's a 3D graphic artist. He's got two degrees. He's like freaking smart. And he loves what we do. And I'm like... This is, you could come around with it. He takes pictures of me. That's one of the things we do. I don't I know. I became a good photographer. It's like the coolest thing. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, and it's like, I love being eight years old again. Well, I didn't think I'd become a, a photographer, but I am, and I'm pretty proud of that. So Yeah. Yeah. So we work well together. And plus, you know, it helps that I like her. Because <laughs> some, some couples were like, I couldn't even... I can barely stay my, my man at home. I can never work. You know, can imagine living with or working with him every day. Well, that's what I got to from a great relationship. It's that, you know, listen, w whether the passion, the lovemaking is great or, you know, you have other a few things in common. But when you have a lot in common and particularly because, you know, I realized, you know, the studio aspect, because, you know, I've spent a lot of time in studio yes, I mean, yes. more than I ever thought I would. But I enjoy it. And each time that you step on the camera, you get better and you talk about things more openly and more honestly. And, you know, who would ever thought you would be so full disclosure of talking about some of the things we talk about on these shows. But I think it helps the audience better because they realize we're not like, you know, we have a past that right. was not all shiny and perfect. I was overweight. I weighed, you know, 205 pounds and I, I was obese. I have a picture of you like that. Oh, yeah. I, in one of my earlier books, I have a picture of upstairs i'll show you okay it was you look and you're like i mean i looked years years older when i was only 20 21 and i look back and i go gosh if i hadn't made that pivot and that change uh you know i don't think i would be alive today i think at some point we probably should do our own relationship book with us on the cover what do you think because <laughs> I, I think there's something that's going on here that i've i've never seen before mm -hmm. i wake up every day and I'm roll over and just grateful that he's in my life. And I love looking and talking to him. And, be, and I love the idea of being in love so much that a lot of our energy is spent being that. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> but because we're so different on certain things. Like he said, I'm out there. He's more quiet. I'm very funny. You're not. <laughs> she tries to be funny. <laughs> I am funny. I think humor is so important in a relationship. Uh, and I find that, you know, when I'm dating and I see that quality in a lady and uh, Barbara Grossman and Michael Grossman, they've been together 50 year anniversary. And I wow. went to their anniversary and they are ballroom dancers. So they oh. have not only in common, they work 
across from each other. She's a marriage and family counselor, and he's a medical doctor, anti-aging specialist that I work with. But their relationship got very strong because they are international competitors in ballroom dancing. And he's approaching 70 plus, and she's, you know, not quite that age, but the them. point is amazing people. So I'm blessed because the doctors that I work with and now I'm bringing them in to kind of co-brand to help them because they don't fully appreciate what it takes at the general public. They may understand medicine and everyone goes, well, so long as you accept my insurance, I'm going to go see you. Well, that's not how it works. Anti-aging, lifestyle medicine, peptides, stem cells, all the things that we write about in this incredible book, Stop yes. Aging Now will be the future medicine but right now it's what it is because you know we know that there's special forces at work so when i wrote the early book acne be gone for good the version before this was annihilate acne now and uh dr sonia batterisi banisel who's a board certified dermatologist read the book and said this is a great book but i want to see the references in the science so we went line by line and she said this is incredible you've discovered something that I didn't realize. And it's funny because often I'm so interested in my passion about reversing aging, but it really starts as a young person because 80% of young people have acne at some time during their life. And how do they feel about themselves? I remember I was on American Bandstand and the cameras would pan in because I was a dancer, you know, in my teens. And sometimes I'd have, you know, outbreaks on my skin. And I'm like, oh gosh, I just felt so self-conscious. Right. right. And since I've helped tens of thousands of kids every month, you know, with the products I designed to help clear up acne. So I always like to mention it because people say, well, is that all you do? No, I didn't want to be remembered as the guy who discovered the solution acne, but I'm okay with it. I want to be also known as the guy who helped people really feel good about as they age to feel the very best they ever have, right? And along the way, being able to make love in 50 years, I'll be the oldest living individual in the history of the planet to have made love on my 119th birthday. I love that. I love that. All right. Well, this is this show that's just more interesting. And I will tell you, I think I just am excited to be that role model who walked a walk, a very crazy long life of ups and downs, massive tragedy, overcoming things, and is now living the fairy tale. And people always say, well, what's your goal? I'm like, my goal is to wake up every morning for the next, you know, 15 years of mornings and just be in love, have great meals, dance a lot, kiss a lot. Not much of a dancer anymore. I know, but you're a really good kisser, so who cares? <laughs> I taught her how to kiss. So. You, can't, you can't say that on television. <laughs> That's great. I think the great thing is that when you put this whole program together, folks, it's really about what is it? You're only as good as your weakest link. So maybe you have issues going on with your hormones or it's going on with your digestive gut or maybe you're having issues with leaning into exercise or you're having issues with trying to figure out how to find that special other person. Really, there's a lot of solutions, but it starts with working on yourself and the people that are closest to you. And you have to be that role model to those people because sometimes people aren't ready for it at a stage in their life. But when they do, that mentor will appear just like we were across from each other. One day we were eating next to each other at a, I think it was a Chinese restaurant. Yep, and I had chicken in my bowl. Yes. And we were talking about it. Yeah. And I was bold enough to say, well, I have a feeling that there could be something even better for you. And I'm awfully glad you did. Mm, <laughs> I, I love you. that. Well, I'm just going to one, just one other thing. Yeah. Just decide to be happy right now. One of the things that I teach and preach, and you've been through a lot of these is that I'm a huge fan of emotional breakthrough training. And I know that goes, it's not quite what you're doing here, 
but we've done a thing called breakthrough where if you can heal the traumatic past mm -hmm. and not carry that through to your future, that's why I'm healthier now is that I've been doing breakthrough training with people and I've seen how that eats at your self-esteem, how some tell somebody telling you that you were, oh, you're fat or you're clumsy when you're a kid and you keep carrying those things with you, that will age you. That will weigh you down. That will make you feel subconscious. And my goal right now is to per perpetuate what it means to be happy every single day. And part of it is you've got to do the personal development training. You've got to break the chains with generational bullshit of your past. My mom was a hoarder. My mom was overweight. She lived a certain lifestyle. My dad was however he was. And I made a decision when I was 17 that I loved them very much, but I was not going to be them. Mm -hmm. And I set out on a path not to be them. And I advise everybody to do that. Just like you're going to go to your doctor. I don't know, especially in today's day and age, when do you get a mental health checkup? Where do you go? Do you go to a therapist to sit there on a couch for two years? I don't believe in therapy. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a little, there's another book here that maybe we haven't done, but it's the mental genius of loving yourself, treating yourself right, getting out of bed when you're in pain. What does it take to be a champion mentally? I think it's really the number one thing to master. I totally agree. Uh, years ago uh, at a Tony Robbins event, I offered four books and one was Mastering the Powers of Your Inner Health, which had a lot to do with the power of questions and being able to really segment how, how do you attach or tap into the subconscious mind and truly direct yourself to manifest those goals and dreams. And I agree, we all carry baggage, we call it luggage of negative emotions and limiting beliefs. And once you learn the art of letting that go, and sometimes it has to be done more often. I mean, you think, well, you clean house, how often? You brush your teeth, how often? I think it's a daily process. You have to lean into it, don't you, Forbes? Well, you're an onion. Yes, you have to do daily. I believe, though, that you cannot do it on your own. I believe that you, just like having a great coach, uh, you get to a certain point and you don't want to push it any further. You don't want to have to go through that. So I highly advise, whether it's me or somebody in that industry who helps you like Tony, to break down, to be able to break through and to push that to, I also, I mean, I, you know, we haven't really talked about this and we're not going to do it all now, but the science of the brain about how you store memories, about how you process feelings, about how you act. Now we're all about, oh, that triggered me. Well, there's a real thing in your brain somewhere that does those things, but who's doing the healing for that? Where's the diet for your head? Where do you start to really clean out the, the stuff that just keeps you playing small, procrastinating, sabotaging? I mean, you are the only guy I've ever met. You don't have a coach physically. How do you do what you do? Trial and error in, in um, research. Pretty much. Yeah, but you push it harder than anyone I've ever seen on their own. Well, that's you're you're talking about intensity then. Yeah. So. But why? It's how I'm wired. An anomaly. I don't know anyone else. Lance who... Armstrong. Look how, how intense he was, or Michael. You know, it is. Well, we just have it in us. Okay, you're the one point one percent of humanity. The rest of us who are not quite like that need someone to push us. If I'm going to get physically. To that point, I need someone to push me. Mentally, if you're going to break through some stuff, I mean, you saw what Tony does. He's one of the only people. I do that. There's a couple of us on the, on the planet who push people. When people say, Forbes, you know what? A friend loves you the way you are. Forbes Riley loves you way too much to leave you that way. And I love that part of my work. And I think for me, the only reason that I'm really with him and happy and healthy is that I did 20 years of breaking through with other people 
and I would have these breakthroughs and I would continue to peel away the onion. And then, like you said, you wake up the next day, you're like, wait, why am I feeling so insecure? Why am I feeling this, 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 and this? And I was my own worst enemy, as people say that. And you have to go cancel, cancel. If you're your own worst enemy, well, then the world's going to kill you. But if you wake up every day, and I learned this one from my daughter. My daughter said in some class I was teaching, she was only 19 at the time. She's like, Mom, you know what I do? I'm like, what? She said, I wake up every morning, I look in the mirror, and I say, you're good looking, you're amazing, you're talented, you're going to go out and crush it, and a whole list of other things. And then she said, but I don't say that because I'm conceited. She said, if I say those things in the mirror, I don't spend all day waiting for someone else to compliment me. And I'm like, where were you when I was 16? Most of my life, I would go out, wear a certain outfit, and wait for someone to tell me how good I looked because I didn't really believe it. And I think that healing process for me is a testament to what aging, to literally stop aging. Because now that I'm that happy, I just want to live forever. I think when we selected... Uh you and uh, Joshua on the cover of our book, Stop Aging Now, The Seven Secrets to Look and Feel Great Forever. It was the best selection we could have ever done because the truth is you really want to have someone who represents that possibility because the possibility becomes a reality because you become the thoughts you think about the most and you focus on. And so every Wednesday for over a year and a half, one of my biggest values is freedom. And I like, oh, I'm giving up my Wednesday. Every Wednesday I'm producing a show and I'm, I'm going to show up and every Wednesday for a year and a half. So we have the entire library of guests and I want to make sure that this show becomes one of those shows and really to give people resources and avenues to know that even if you've been struggling emotionally during very trying times, and I think even tougher times are about to come about, that we really need to pull in the best resources we have possible. And in that respect, stop aging now really begins with your mind because your mind can remain incredibly astute, high cognition, awareness, and really work towards, I've been helping people a lot lately too with substance abuses because I know there's a whole generation, whether it be excessive use of video games or alcohol or chemicals and drugs and coffee. I mean, there's all these things that once you really hone in on the power of the mind and what you truly can do, then you're going to release that genie, that special force that you've been looking for. Forbes, any final words? Well, I was going to pass it to you first. Any final words? Pass it to me. Just thank you for having us. <laughs> nice seeing you. Um, I just want to say thank you for being one of my role models and one of my mentors. There's not a lot left. You know, Jacqueline was obviously one of them. Body by Jake had a huge impact on me. Uh, I'm in the National Fitness Hall of Fame. I get to look at a lot of people who broke ground. Um, and I just love that you continue doing the work. For your fans and your friends and your family, what you do is you show up every day. I've never not seen you on. I go to events around the country and you're there and you're promoting and you don't stop. Uh, we don't stop. There's, I don't know what stopping would do. I don't know how would you ever retire from a life that's so wonderful. Uh, I'm excited to go take a vacation with you and go to Hawaii and celebrate six years of the most amazing relationship ever on the planet. I love you so much. What? What's that, that? Do I got to say I love you back? No. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to say it. So much for that. Give me this little love and intimacy book and we'll have it. That's all good. You read that one and I'll take this one, okay? No, but, um, and I just want to say thank you because at a certain point, 
when you are a master, it's hard to find other masters. And I will say that from my martial arts training, the thing that I learned most, and I even when I was at your home, and the smartest thing for you can do if you're watching this, is even though you know whatever it is that you know, you don't know it all. And I was told that when you go into a new discipline or when you go into a dojo, you walk in and you bow. And when you've got a black belt on and you've been, you know, training so hard, it starts to fray and becomes white again. Or you come to the notion of that if my cup is so full with tea, you can't pour anything into it. And so being humble, this guy is really humble. You get on the subject that he knows that, you know, and he's the best at, but he still is gracious. You are that way. And I am as well. And I just value you and I value your community. Thank you guys for having both of us very much. And above all. All right, everyone, be well, be strong, tune into the next episode. But this one is one you must embrace and listen to again, because within it are the words of guidance that you're going to need to be healthy and well into every day of your life. Let's just assume that you're ready right now. Let's do this together. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you, Forbes. Thank you, John. This is Dr. Nick Delgado, author of 15 books, including my newest book release, StopAgingNow.7PillarsCoaching.com. I have an irresistible offer that's beyond belief that will take your health, your relationships, your ability to perform as an entrepreneur in your work. This offer, just simply go to the StopAgingNow.com seven, the number seven, pillarscoaching.com, and you will see a free offer. It's a $1,200 value for absolutely free to get my downloads of my four best-selling books, Acne Be Gone for Good, The Skin Condition Acne by Dr. Sonia Batterisi and yours truly, Dr. Nick Delgado, Blood Doesn't Lie, Mastering Love, Sex, and Intimacy, and the newest release, Stop Aging Now, The Seven Secrets to Look and Feel Great. That's right. It's a $1,200 offer and you get it for 30 days free. Just simply enter your information. We'll send you the information to download and you get to review my books. You get to get my online courses, all of them. You get to get a Wednesday mentorship with my top VIP group that is held every Wednesday, 5 p.m. Pacific. 8 p.m. East Coast Standard Time. Yours truly, along with guests that I've invited, germane to the subjects of how do you improve the quality of your sleep, how do you set your mindset to accomplish your goals, how to dramatically improve your fitness profile using my revolutionary 12-minute workout combined with flow training and stretch type yoga movements and the incredible detoxification program the nutritional nutrify program the right foods to select in conjunction with the specific herbs and how to basically accomplish your goals rejuvenate your body the latest on hormones peptides all of it is in this course and in 30 days you'll be able to get the results that you never ever thought was possible. I guarantee these results and I'm backing it up with a free offer. Should you decide to continue, the continued program is very minimal, no more than a couple cups of coffee. And you're not gonna need coffee after you go through this program. Who's this for? Entrepreneurs, 
burned out housewives, individuals who want to be peak performers in the bedroom, in the boardroom, and in general, take your relationships, your health, and your energy, and your career to a whole new level. Looking forward to helping you.